Before that, the, the main my my main uh, what what stopped me was the realization that I would go and repeat myself. That was you know after the Americans came out, and I thought I'd go on photographing. I'd go on more or less in the same way, and I I I just didn't want to do that. I wanted time in between and find some something else, some other view, some other something else. So I just sort of slipped into film, but I, I think if that would not have happened, I probably could still be, be photographing. But once you start filming, it is very hard to go back, I think, it's for me anyhow. It, uh, I think I could, but it, it, it would be very hard to, to go back because it, uh, it really leaves a, a very big mark on the way you, you see things and the way you feel about them. I have a very hard time now picking up a camera and work uh, even commercially. It's much more difficult than it used to be. Now, so in the same day you now have films, after you produced a few films, is there a danger of repeating yourself now in the film? No, I don't feel that no. Why do you think less so in the film than still? Because you can draw on all, all your experiences, your, your inner, you draw much more on your inner world than uh, in, in photography. Draw on your inner world is, I think, more difficult and, and, uh, and the it's more natural in film to, to continue like that, to mix the two up, you know, the, the world you live in and, and your your inner world. Yeah, but we, you know, the, the, the problem of synthesizing all these elements in terms of film is no assurance that you're going to say any more, you know, in film. Well, what I'm really saying is that the, the effort that I would I put into photographing is, is, is very long. It takes very long, and it's 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 a it's a great effort. If I use that same period of time and effort in films. Uh, I think it's uh, 
the chances of failure are bigger. It's filming, but also the, the prospect of arriving at something that is more expressive than the photographs, because at best I, I, I could arrive at uh, maybe a, another book. And I, I would prefer to have a film than, than a book. What would be so bad about another book? Well, I would prefer a, a film, I know. Yeah. Because the, the thing, what's kind of like implied is that uh, to avoid repeating yourself, it's a fear. Go into another medium, so that like uh, the next uh, the next stage, see if you get to the point where you feel that in film you may be repeating yourself, uh, you can go into theater, and uh, the the relationship between the form you choose to express yourself in seems to give you some assurance that you take up a challenge that will avoid the repetition of something that you feel you seem to know. That's right, yeah. Uh, is it conceivable uh, that somebody might do a book uh, approaching, uh, approaching it uh, in a comparable way, say, to the American? comparable physically, not thematically, that uh, would interest you. Yeah. No, I just trying to what you what you said is very true. I feel that the challenge for me in making film is much greater than being photography now, but it also has to do with this, the, the fear of That fear I don't have in films because it, it, I am I am too uh, I'm struggling too much with films and that, that this will happen. With photography, I feel that I don't struggle in that way. Without you know, uh, it's not really a point in, in being specific. I was trying to get at something before as far as the carryover of kind of uh, imagery. Same with book, and whether or not you feel it relates uh, you know, to the film in terms of the edge and what you're seeing within that rectangle, aside from the cinematic elements that you're involved with, because it's sort of in the first film, there are kind of moments when you're involved with a still photograph, you know, you, you, you can almost see yourself slowing down and stopping to frame something, and then you kind of pick up.
two films after Pull My Daisy, where I didn't do the camera. I, I, you know, I just directed the film, directed the camera. And now I've gone more back to, uh, I think, a certain visual pattern that I seem to have or seem to you know, come naturally without, without preconceiving it, but I accept it now. And I don't, I don't deliberately go away from it in, in this new film now. Does it's more reminiscent. Is there it. any relationship between that, that scene and, say, the scene in the book, you feel? No. No. Uh, the, the scene in the book was, was, was like uh, <coughs> seeing a new country, seeing traveling and looking at something new. That was a strong part of the book. And for the first time, I would go to uh, Los Angeles and see people there or travel across the country. But in the end of film now, I, I am familiar with what the visual world that I photograph. I mean, it's nothing new. It's, I've seen it before. So I, I don't think there's a parallel there. It's more a pattern that I think a photographer develops. I said, I'm sure Callahan has a very strong pattern, or Eugene Smith, or yeah. and uh, you call it pattern. Pattern. Uh, what else? What, what other word? Well, it's not the right word. But it's yeah, I would call it a pattern. You would call it a style. Especially with this Rooks' film, I, I am 
you know, I've heard that so many times now that I know it's a bad film, but it's a very successful film. And uh, I am convinced it's a good film. Oh, because it's, um, there's certain aspects of it, you know, that I, I you know, can like, uh, recall, vividly recall that transition down into the, into the, the bistro picture. Yeah. So possible an extension uh, that uh, that that ending, you know, uh, it's like uh, well, I'm going to finish it, you know, because I'm uh, I don't, uh, how 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 do you you know this uh, chaplain-esque uh, note at the end is that. Uh, Well, if, if you were take a film apart like that, I think that was a, one of the better moments. Do you feel that any, any part of the film stands out as being better than any other part, and that it somehow fails? Well, you always you always uh, feel that that way about you know. Certain pictures I like better than, than others, or certain sections in the film I, I like better than others. But if a film doesn't hold together, uh, it doesn't help if you say, "Well, this middle section is great." You know, that's. No, I understand that. I'm just wondering whether uh, it's possible to, in such a complex medium, to bring everything up to the level that nothing stands out. There's maybe one other difference too, in, in the sense that the film is more like painting. Uh, in especially straight photography, you know, you, you either get it or you don't the first time. And if you if you've got it, then you do it and print it as well as you can. If you don't, then you throw it out. Or, but there's not too much you can do, you know, unless you're really going to start manipulating it and cutting it out and resembling it. With a film and a painting, uh, you've got chances to to, uh, to correct or to try again. Uh, but you're you're talking you're talking you know I'm, when it's done it's done you don't want to go back to it. But uh, you know this is possible as you as you're going along that uh, that you feel like you know you know like you can do something to to bring all the pieces together. In other words. No, I understand what you're saying, but uh, I, I don't agree that in that sense there's a, a comparison at all to painting. I think the comparison with painting comes at the moment when I walk into the Museum of Modern Art and I see a Motherwell show, which absolutely disgusts me. I, I think it, you know, I was really very upset because I thought it was uh, seeing all the works together and being, you know, really in the complete work of this man over this period of, of years, I all of a sudden felt uh, it meant nothing. Whereas when I saw one picture in his studio, or one occasion in his museum, it impressed me. And uh, in that sense, I think it's comparable to, to a, a film. 
and you see a, a whole film and you say, well, it means nothing, but if you would be shown three minutes of the best sequence of that film, you would say, man, it's going to be a, a great film he's going to make. Yeah, but my, my point was, uh, W as, as the filmmaker have to be aware of, of uh, try to be able to put your finger on it, it uh, what's, going to be, what's wrong with it if you're, if you're putting it together and, you, and it's not working like you want it to. Uh, but I, I you have to be conscious of, of what, what's good and what, and what you can leave and what you have to change. The way you might end up painting, you know, suddenly by changing your relationship, you know, bring the whole thing together. Because you have that flexibility to work with, I think, more in a, in a film than in a... In certain film. films you have. That's why I, I, I don't want to make a film based on a book or a poem, because that possibility that you talk about is limited by the format or the, the, the guidelines you have. So I, I want to be very free and have that possibility of changing and trying to make it fit or leave it out. Yeah. And the, the, the film I'm working on, on now is very much made that way. I was interested, sort of, from what I distilled out of what you said. You feel that you can't photograph angels with a still camera, but you can with a motion picture camera. And why you limit still photography that way? It's almost as if uh, you set certain boundaries for the still photograph, and once you explored those, you said, well, from this point on, I'll obviously have to uh, repeat myself. But if I go into film, uh, I am allowed to photograph angels. Well, I mean, th th this question is m most often asked by, by people. They, that's the question I hear most often. They, why did you, you know, leave still photography? And there's no one answer to it. But after all, filming is really similar in that way. You see things. You operate a camera or you direct a camera. And to me, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it sounds very banal, but it moves and it talks. And but in other words, like, the angel can't move and talk, he can't photograph. I mean, like, what would you think of a guy that took, was it 35 millimeter, took 10 people dressed in an angel wings out to a chicken coop and started photographing? You think he was crazy about that, yes, and your attitude towards what you still thought you should do. Right, it's set up again. Well, suppose you take 10 people dressed in yeah. angel suits out in the chicken yard and photograph them with your 35 millimeter rather than your motion picture camera. See, it seems to me what you've done is allow yourself the poetic license with the motion picture camera that you don't allow yourself with the still camera, which I think is okay. That's a very traditional attitude. But uh, I just wondered if you could, if you've ever thought about it that way. No, because it, it's a it's a constant problem with with people who want to work outside of the reportage uh, tradition in photography. Uh, say with Hulsman out here, he's obviously involved in many angels in a sense, but he's still uh, he makes very certain that it looks like a believable space that he's going to put his angels into. And but it's also unbelievable enough so that. They work as angels, not just as, you know. Yeah, I know. 
follow-up. If I wouldn't have started to, to, to make uh, all my days here, I probably would be working now more in a way that Yulesman works, or Matt's girl, his girl. I mean, that, that, that probably would have happened. That I would, or should I go back to photography, I probably would start working in that way, trying to find something else. In, in the still, in, in the film now, I can use, or I really try to use everything I've learned about seeing and take it over to films, but that, that is all, and the relationship stops. Would you have some ideas about why most of the films that we expensive medium and, and you have to have um, I think most films have to be made with, with a script because otherwise you create an unbelievable chaos that takes a long time to order or to straighten out and it might never be straightened out so if you start out from a literary you know from a you know from a book or based on something like that you you, uh, in my opinion, have eliminated a lot of chaos right away. I mean, it, it goes in a certain direction. And, and uh, to be spontaneous in, in films is, is very, very difficult and very unpractical. And the, that, that is one of the reasons why I admire Godard, because he gets it in. He seems to be able just to, to get it. And I don't know of any other filmmaker who, who can do it like, like he also indicated you felt certain restrictions when you are working on a known piece of literature. Yeah, I can't handle it. It's, it's just it's as simple as that. I, I wouldn't want to try it again and I'm not interested. In relation to this last question, have you seen much The girl in Last Year in Marienbad is the same girl that's in Puma Daisy. Uh, I didn't like it. I saw it in Venice when it came out. I didn't like it at all. And then I saw it here again. And I, uh, I still didn't like it very much. Um, I thought it was very mannered. But it, it, he really tried to do something which I thought he made absolutely successful in the next film he did, which was called Nuria, which is a film that I, I saw was absolutely a masterpiece. So in respect and looking at this Marienbad, I, I liked it better. I still think it, 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 it's mannered and unsuccessful. What was the first one, the name of the first one? The, the one you made consequently was called Nuria. Yeah, the one before that. Marienbad, last year Marienbad. Uh, let's take two books. 
Walker Evans, American Photographs, and your book, essentially still photographs in each. Uh, so totally two different books. But do you agree that they're totally two different books? Well, one was, uh, one deals with uh, America Beyond the time factor, do you think this is a difference? Yeah, well, sure, there's a difference. This is yeah, I know there are both dresses made those photographs and you have these photographs. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, acknowledging that, uh, you know, because it, it's consistent with uh, this the shift of form, it's not. You know, not going back. But I want to shorten this whole argument okay. because I think no, 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 no. I think there's not enough difference. You think there's not enough difference. Right. I think photographs begin to resemble each other a great deal to me. I mean, it, you know, the constant uh, seeing of photographs, it, uh, it is very hard to be really different. I mean, obviously, his photographs are different from mine, but not different enough. Would he have made a film, and my film, it would be a big difference. <laughs> you know? Well, I was just thinking of Klein. Okay, I was going to get there next. Well, Klein made a film, and he made a book, several books of photographs. Well, take the New York book. Yeah. See, take uh, American photographs, the Americans, and the New York book. Now, do you feel that uh, the difference, say, between Finds approach. So even to the page, it's, it's quite different. You know, how the thing gets ordered uh, approaches more what you feel would make the difference, or the pictures involved, or the general attitude. Or don't you see that book as, as uh, or you see that book in the same light as you see uh, the. Americans with American photographs, there's not enough difference. I would say, I would still say there's not enough difference, but there's more difference between me and Walter Evans than between Klein and me. But, uh, There, it, it, he tries much harder to be different in photographs and in book form. And most of the photographers during that time did. He really tried very hard to make it different. He, he tried very hard to destroy the photograph. Because Walker and I uh, took great care of preserving the photograph. He in a different way than I. 
so there's a tremendous difference between, you know, Klein and Evans or Klein and me. And I think more people will go that way. I mean, this show is cool or whatever is here, and people try to destroy the image. Because the image is used over and over and over again.
additional uh, use of the book than that. Because we've rarely had an instance uh, where uh, the photographer you know, has adopted the book as a form of expression. Uh, it's it traditionally, from the photographer's point of view now, many people have worked with the book and put things yeah. together. But, uh, you know, you're going from making photographs you know, to a museum wall and then the film see, represents a kind of, uh, we could almost ask the same question about putting the pictures in space. Or whether or not you, you have ever been interested in carrying you know, your, your own idea physically into a space of a gallery and saying, like in the sense that you felt responsible for ordering this book and designing this book to say, this is my statement and it must be seen this way. I must, I must uh, bring the photographs into the space. They have to appear in the size relationship that I want, uh, the spatial relationship that I want. You ask me whether I think that's well. Uh, I I I kind of feel we haven't really even explored certain potentials you know, in terms of exhibition and book that could represent uh, you know for the picture maker as much of a challenge as film.
photographer would be could put up his own show. I, I don't think he would do very well with it. I think he would not really know what to, how to improve the, the wall or how to improve the space. I don't think. Yeah, but you could have said the same thing about the, you know, the, the, the same kind of approach to film. No, but you are forced to be interested in it. Then. You are forced to be interested in, 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 in everything, in every little, in every other, uh, you know, uh, influence, like any, any movement, any sound, anything that comes in, you have to be interested in, either accept it, eliminate it, or destroy it, or well, suppose you threw out, you know, you suppose you created a possibility for this and said to a photographer, you have, you know, we have a physical space, you know, uh, make an exhibition. Or here are, you know, you know, you need pages, you, you know, how many pages do you need? Know? Well, I, I mean, before the name of Rauschenberg came up, who does use pictures. I think it's, uh, it, it doesn't succeed, really. I what? think Warhol succeeds better because it, 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 is, it is a truer uh, platform that he operates from, the, the, the film. R Rauschenberg screws around with all kinds of uh, tricks and, and electronics and, 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 and it, I think it's not good and I think you will be tempted to do the same way with photographs trying to do something that, that isn't there trying to create something that I don't you think it's a comparable problem to that which you face did you uh, in approaching the film uh, reflect the kind of attitude you can say about uh, No, I, I don't think it's the same. I am, in that way, it's pure. I put it on the film. I put it on that thing that I give the projection to the screen. I don't, that is it. I accept that format. I accept the traditional frame and the traditional format. I don't make two screens or three screens. I, I, yeah. Just as I accepted the book, I put the photographs in one by one and that's it. I don't paint on my photographs, I don't. But it comes back to, if I would photograph now, I probably would have to try to find a way in what you are saying, but I don't believe in it, really. But I would, I would be forced to try. You, you take the chance. I'd have to, but, or, or else I retire. Earlier, uh, you talked about that switch in, in terms that the film medium is <coughs> a complex medium. In other words, there has sound and movement and other, uh, other levels than a single medium, which. And, and you talked about that the reason that you went into a complex medium was because it was more challenging or that you could express yourself better. Could you, could you also say that you know, on a, to raise that decision on some sort of personal level, that, that the complex medium, by its very nature, was more 
in tune with what needed or what one was pushed to say in this particular time that the, that the time demanded, if you wish, a, the use of complex meaning rather than single meaning, pure meaning. Well, it's, it's, it's partly that, but partly also the whole question of habit, you know, and you'd like to do something new once every two years, you know. It's, so, um, film offers, besides my belief in it, it, it is more an expression of our time. It, it, I'm not familiar, I have to learn about new things, and it's, it's a change. I think everybody likes it. Uh, the unexpected, I, I, I like to find out about things. And in films, it's a, it's a very immediate way of finding out. As in, if I would have tried to do the same thing comparative to photography, it would take probably years to arrive at something. Sir? Um, maybe this is a rhetorical question. Can you think of anything that isn't an expression of our time? That isn't a question of our time? An expression of our time. Well, we should go back to this Rembrandt picture. <laughs> you, mean, you mean that people are engaged creatively in, in making or, or, or what? Public here, really. 
don't think I said exactly that. It comes out to mean that. Uh, but I meant that once I, I have done something, photographs on film, let's stick to photographs. So I had a show of my pictures. I mean, they are then put away in the museum, they travel around, which is, it's very good. Lots of people see it. But for me, the work is, it's finished. I mean, I, I'm through with it. I, I, I am much more interested and I put all my energy in the other direction, away from the museum. It is almost that what I want to do now, in what I would do in photographs, would be something that the museum wouldn't take or wouldn't, you know. Now they would be interested because of, of the name, but I think young people, I mean, their, their best work, I think, would be, would not be accepted, maybe, by a museum, because a museum representing an establishment are slow, maybe, in recognizing that. They certainly were slow for a long time for photography. They, they were non-existent. I mean, it's sort of a, a, a kind of a, I am a, a little bit put off. I remember when we made Pull My Daisy and the guy at the Museum of Modern Art saw it. He thought it was an old movie and it was taking his valuable time even to look at it. Because then it was much more unusual than, than it is now. And, and it was refute, I mean, just a put down you go through. And also, I feel sort of bitter about museums personally. I mean, specifically the Museum of Modern Art, they, uh, you know, they, I mean, they, they help me prestige-wise because it, it, it's very good to get a show there, but to support, I mean, they, they, I think they paid me five dollars for each photograph they bought. And, you know, when I had the show, they didn't pay for them. I mean, it sounds very petty, but uh, I mean, they really use you. They, they print their books, you know. You get no royalties from it, you get nothing. You get $25 a photograph then. And uh, I just find that photographers have gotten used a lot by, by museums. You know, their work has been just reproduced and used and no, no returns really. Here it is different. I mean, Nathan Lyons bought the entire show that the circulating exhibition that I have here. He bought each picture. So you know, that's actually how I started my movie. I, I bought all film for it. For the entire amount I got the films. I think I got a little bit more film than I should have gotten. But, uh, you know, that's only lately that it has come up, so... Uh, but the, the, what I said first is really much more important for me, that I, I just feel that once the work has entered the museum, it, it's sort of classified, it's, it's, you know, you have to go on. If you stop there, you, you've had it. 
I don't mean that stops me because work of mine goes into into a museum, but I don't want to be hung there for good. You know, I don't want to be. I want to go on trying to do things that a museum wouldn't take.
How do you feel if, if, if uh, in, in this situation, you see, said, we'll pay you straight percentage, you know, and it will come out to, according to the design of the book, and you take your chances on getting $3.40 or, you know, uh, a more substantial income if the book is successful? And the same thing for a show. If a show, you say, well, we're going to, you know, such a cut of the gate. If the show is successful, if the show is not successful, you, you, you know, you end up with nothing, I think. As any other businessman in a similar situation, no guarantee. But you got problems past that because you got maybe two different kinds of museums. Let's say there's a museum that you pay to get into, and there's a museum that's you know sort of free to the public. Uh, but of course, a lot of museums now are having shows that you pay to get into. And the other museums are also free. You know, that might be uh, the, the, the European tradition. But where I think what seems strange to me is that say if a museum charges money to get into the museum, uh, that's to, to defray some kind of expense. That's already a debt And if uh, a man's work is in that museum, which is bringing people into the museum, I think the museum is responsible for making some gesture to that individual because he's contributing to the existence of the institution. Absolutely. But it's, it's very strange that we were all, I guess it came out here when I found out that one of our shows, uh, somebody's charging to get into it. Uh, and that sort of disturbed me you know, immediately uh, because uh, uh, it, it, I, I'm not saying that there's a profiteering motive, but I, I think there should be some kind of relationship to what it represents, meaning that you know, why is the photographer Photographer's work is in the museum. They told me, I guess they sent something like 17,000 people see the exhibition paying 50 cents a piece. So, well, I, you know, I just have to take 50 cents a piece times 17,000 and know that that's much more income than they're paying to rent the show. Uh, and why isn't the photographer receiving? Because it's different, than, it, it's not the same as people, part of people understand it. It's not the same as painting in terms of the object. You know, a painter sells a painting. You know, uh, the way prices are going now, he can survive a year on the sale of one painting. Not too well. Oh, no, I don't say not too well. Maybe Picasso, you can't put it. Not a Picasso. Uh, Picasso, if you're at the No, but. Uh, the younger established, I think, about in terms of relationship. Uh, how, how many years you've been working for? Uh, you started in? Well, 47. 47. Right. Taking take a relative field, you know, another picture maker who's been around since 47. There are lots of them that aren't going too well. There are always lots of them that aren't going too well. Very talented. seem evident to me that other things could be working for the photographer. I, I get a, I don't know how to equate this, but we were interested in buying some photographs from a Japanese photographer. Uh, hardly known, but we saw some who was very, very excited about it, wanted to get some things. He wrote back and said, I want $700 a piece. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Uh, confront it, you know, I don't 
But uh, if you would want to buy one of uh, those Metzger photographs, those big ones. He's asking upwards to, on one, I think it goes up as high as 3,000. I can't give him as my budget for a year. And it's, you know, something's got to adjust. You know, I can buy some of the small ones. But uh, it's, uh, I'm acknowledging that it's a challenge and trying to figure it out. But uh, I've got the option of buying like one masker or buying the work of 15 other photographers at, you know, a reasonable print price. You know, and you know the decision I made. I can't, you know, in terms of what I've got to work with, commit that much. You know, there'll be a commitment to Metzger, but not that $3,000. It's impossible. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, this sort of becomes a business argument about No, it's not Something has to change. 